What's up guys? Welcome back to the channel. Thanks for tuning in today in this video guys Right here, dude. That's so cool. Anyways, I got my handy-dandy notes this is the ADHD notes I'm gonna tell you exactly why DeFi kingdoms will flip Axe Infinity guys This is not financial advice. I'm not a financial advisor, but there's just an opinion and a thesis that I have on DeFi kingdoms. Let's go and get into it, explain it. We're also gonna compare Axe Infinity to DeFi kingdoms, talk about a couple things and show you guys some creative metrics uh, that I have used and created to help in your research, I guess. Anyways, um, the first metric we're gonna talk about is engagement. So yeah, you can't really compare the Twitters. I mean, I'll show you guys the Twitter just so you guys can see what I'm talking about. Here's Axe Infinity. They have 812,000 followers and DeFi Kingdoms, they have 61,000 or 61.8 thousand. Tooks, chill out, bro. Uh, Tooks is going to come over here. It's my bird. Um, but anyways, if you look at those comparisons, uh, you can't really say like, oh, okay, well, um, Axe Infinity is better because it has more followers. Let me show you some other metrics you guys can use. These are two different screenshots. So the first one, geez, it kind of came in my face. Tooks, what do you want? Look, Tooks, what are you doing? Dude, she's gonna come bite me. Nah, she's not gonna bite me, she's cool. Okay, so this one is DeFi Kingdoms. So you can see here, DeFi Kingdoms has 9,344 online out of 42,000 338 members. Okay, that's great. All right, so Axe Infinity, as you can see, has 90,822 out of 800,000 members. Okay, cool. That's awesome, Drake. So what's the math on that? Well, I broke down the math for you. You can see DeFi Kingdoms has 22% that are active, whereas Axe Infinity only has 11%. That's twice as much for half... Hey, Tooks, what's up? <laughs> uh, for half as much. Uh, Tooks, don't... No. This is my bird, Tooks. Say, put them up. Put them up. Nah, she ain't going to put them up. All right, chill out, bro. Okay, so um, the engagement is one of the key metrics on that right there. Second is their masters of tokenomics. You guys can understand how intense these guys are when it comes to tokenomics. We're going to go over a couple of points. The first one we're going to go over is DeFi Kingdoms. On DeFi Kingdoms, you need to level up to earn more and complete harder quests. So in order to achieve these harder quests or get more rewards, you have to level up. And when you level up, you have to spend different items. Like for example, in the game, the only way to get a rune, AKA the thing you need to level up, is you have to find that in a quest. If you can't find it, you gotta buy it from someone. There is an infinite amount, but it's very hard to find them. So they made the exact, like they literally, you can, you, you'll find it and take a look in the prices and you'll see they literally got it to the T. That's how on point these guys are. Like it's not way too overpriced and it's not too underpriced. I mean, just watch the videos on summoning. You guys can understand it. It'll be a little more complex than just this video, but they got the items to a T. Because if the items are not valuable at all, no one has any use to play the game requests because you can't make any money. But if the items are too valuable and too hard to find, no one can just go straight out and buy the items to level up their guys to move on. Because if it costs too much, then the cost to play is not worth it. Because if they're have to, having to spend so much just to level up and they can't make that much in that quote-unquote quest, it's not worth it. People have to play with a risk return that is feasible for them. 
So, so you can, un just so you can understand that. Second is potions. So potions are one of those items and things that you can create from different quests. So this can boost your stamina, boost your health, etc. So it's not required though. So like you can wait for your health to increase or you can wait for your stamina to recover just like in RuneScape for people who are just like, hey, I can't afford it. So I run away from the guy and just go hide in like the safe zone in a corner and just increase. I mean, sure, it takes a bit of time, but that is an option. However, if you're in battle and you got money, you know you got a full inventory of lobbies and tuna. You just have it loaded up that way when you, whenever you're low on health, you just eat all the lobster and tuna. Or better yet, you drink different potions when you're running in RuneScape for your guy running and he gets to zero because... You know, you're running away from the guy who has got a Santa hat, who just has got an MO to kill you. So that is the second part of potions. Third is, again, like I mentioned, you have to have runes to level up, which you can find in the quest, which are worth something of value. Because people can randomly find these, or even eggs, and use them as pets, and that keeps incentivized people to keep playing the game and keep questing. Next is you have items to make potions for battle. So, like I mentioned, the potions, they can boost your stamina, health, or boost your guy for a certain period of time. So that goes to burning the different items, which have an infinite supply. Something that Axe Infinity failed to do. Now, you can also find eggs for quests, which are used for pets. Like I mentioned, these are some of the rare items, and they're costly. And it's one of those things, like, people just like it, like pets. And they do boost your stats. So it's... It's pretty cool. Uh, it helps with the burning and it helps take some of the infinite supply off the market of the items, I mean. Next is you can sell items for gold. But wait, isn't there an isn't that an infinite supply for gold then? Well, no, it's not because you can use this to buy potions and eggs that you normally wouldn't be able to get inside from questing. So this also goes to help burn or quote unquote decrease the supply of gold because if you have too much gold, then, well, no one wants to get the gold and it's worthless. However, if you have too little gold, then everyone's like, whoa, it's too expensive. I'm just going to hold my gold and you can't have a good economy. That's the same situation with the dollar and that's why they have inflation and so on. That's also another problem of Bitcoin if you guys didn't understand that. After all the rewards are mine, who's going to incentivize the miners to keep going? That's why it's more so used as like a store of value. Uh, I'm not going to get into it on this video. It's a little more complex, but I made videos comparing Bitcoin and Ethereum. But Next, to decrease the massive, well, not massive, but the infinite supply of a certain item going more and more, like increasing because you're able to find it more and more, they have a certain amount of stamina that is for each hero. So in order to restore that stamina, you either have to have a potion, aka burning other items that are found, so it's kind of negligible, or second is you just wait with time. Now, time is money. There's only so much time in a day, and that's just one of those things they use as a deterrent to keep people from going, boo, actually not a deterrent, you, you just can't get around it. Now, let's go ahead and compare Axie. So Axie, what you can do is you can farm SLP to level up. The only burn is when you make the axes. However, you mostly need AXS to, well, I said summon, but it's to uh, breed them. Because when you're breeding, the highest dollar amount is actually going to be an AXS, if you guys did not understand how that works. And that, that's a problem, because AXS has a finite supply, whereas SLP has an infinite supply. So that's great. You're protecting the axes from being infinitely minted. However, you have a problem with that because if they aren't being infinitely minted 
and you just have SLP constantly being earned, you have a problem because SLP is only burned when you mint them. I understand you're trying to protect the value of the heroes, but it's a fine line. If you protect them too hard, then SLP dumps. And when SLP dumps, people don't play the game because they don't earn anything. So then the inventory and the axes that are on the market, they will just increase more and more because people realize they can't play the game anymore because it's not making them money. So they go to sell their axes, flooding the market, less people coming in. It's a complex algorithm and a complex equation. But just so you can understand it, you have to look for game theory. Now, the only other thing you, you can use SLP for is, well, to dump on people thinking number go up. And when I press red, you press red, it's not good. No bueno. Now, third is you can do other things besides battle. You can do quests in DeFi Kingdoms. You will also be able to battle. And then there will be other things as well, which you can actually farm right now uh, with the yield farming. And you can quest right now. Battle will be coming soon. But you can earn items. You can earn gold. You can earn jewel. You can level up. You can summon. It's not just a one-all be-all. Like Axe Infinity, you just farm and you earn SLP. And occasionally you can earn AXS. Whereas in DeFi Kingdoms, you can actually earn different items. And these items do different things and help and enhance your gameplay. Now, if you're a strategy type of guy, you try to figure out how you can get those items, how you can enhance the gameplay so you can level up and beat and win in different quests quicker than someone else. And that's fine. And they also make it simple to where the small guy who's just like, dude, I just want to go in there, click a button, play a quest, and be lucky to get a bloater fish or be lucky to get a rune. You can do that too. They made the game to where it's advanced, to where you can study it, and not as advanced to where you can just play it. It's one thing that Disney does in movies. Have you ever noticed that adults, when they go to Disney movies, they actually end up laughing too in some of the movies. They create jokes that adults will think well, that are funny, where kids, they don't even understand. And then kids... They see something that's funny. The adults don't even understand. Well, as in, like, we wouldn't find funny. Like, I don't know. Um, let's use something, for example, like Elmo just jumping up and saying peekaboo or something dumb. Uh, the kid would find that funny. Uh, Elmo's not even Disney. <laughs> Whatever. You guys get the point. But the point is they make jokes for everyone. Whereas in Axe Infinity, it's not that way. If you don't study the strategy and understand how the gameplay rolls you're going to get wrecked because all you can do is battle. Whereas in DeFi Kingdoms, you aren't battling against someone else. So it's not going to deter how much you win. It's a game of luck. However, it can be something that can be played to your favor. It's the same thing like playing um, to 21 Blackjack in, uh, in the casinos. Yes, there is a way to game it by counting the cards. So there's people who count the cards. And there's also in poker to where you have the human aspect of, well, you can tell if a person's bluffing or not. So it's not just a one-all be-all, you crank a slot and boom, you're done. However, people still play poker and just get that luck of the draw and hopefully win. Whereas in the long term, though, the, the guy who actually studies and understands the stuff is going to win out. It's the same thing with DeFi Kingdom. Now, there is a higher barrier to entry. Or, well, I guess we can use the example of barriers to entry. The barrier to entry on DeFi Kingdoms is low. Like right now, we barely even have any Gen 11s. Like there's only two. And that is supposed to be like the tops. There's supposed to be gangbusters amounts of those because that's on the bottom. And you can actually get one hero for the cost of around 500 jewel or 500 dollars which is like 30 jewel or something like that or 32 jewel and you could probably get some cheaper if people are summoning like any of the gen 11s and so on um, but you can actually just get started with a small amount 
And if you don't even want to do that, that's fine. You can even farm. Like you can literally deposit LP tokens, no investment, and you can farm to earn jewel. Also have pairs that are not only jewels. So if you don't want to, if you don't want to hold jewel or get exposure to it, that, that's fine. You don't have to do that. They even have pairs like Bitcoin ETH. They, they have pairs that are not in the jewel pair. So it allows other people to get in. You can farm the jewel, use that jewel to buy a hero, and now you can start questing. Now with Axe Infinity, you have to have three axes minimum. Like, that's it. You can't play the game without three axes. So what's their drawback? Oh, you got to get sponsorships. Oh, well, if they don't contact me, I can't play then. So then it's a barrier to entry and not everyone can play. It's the same thing like with RuneScape. Sure, you had the membership tier, but you can also play in the free play. Like, I was the guy who did the free play, and then I was like, oh, membership. Oh, snap. I'm good for 30 days. I bought the card from Walmart because I didn't have a credit card then. Uh, my mom gave it to me for Christmas, and I was like, oh, dude. This is awesome. 30 days, and I'm just sitting there 24-7, just hacking it out, doing all the member quests, building my house, and then after 30 days, uh, I lose access. I even tried to game the system, too. I tried to uh, go into a land, like, members only, and just stay there, like, just to see what would happen when my membership expires, and they teleported me back to, um, I can't even remember the main land, but it's the one, uh, the, the main castle. It was uh, Lumbridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the main castle at Lumbridge. And I'm just sitting there like, well, this sucks. I'm going to go chop a log and kill a, kill a goblin and just go steal that guy's dough inside the kitchen right under the bank. I was mad. I was salty. Um, but anyways, I ended up getting another one. Um, so next is its multi-chain. What do I mean by this? Well, with DeFi kingdoms, it is actually multi-chain. So on Phantom or on Avalanche or on Harmony, they each have their own land. So similar to RuneScape, you have Lumbador or <laughs> Lumbridge, Varrock, Falador. They're different lands. It's the same thing or the same concept that's going to be in, well, DeFi kingdoms. Everyone knows Edgeville was the best. You know, Edgeville, right on the edge. You go kill the barbarians and get some like good gold and bones and bury them. All right, if you guys played RuneScape, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, it's way over your head. Um, so with uh, DeFi Kingdoms, it allows you to go to these different lands. There's different quests. There's different items. There's different things that you can find over in that land that you can't find in this land. So set, let's go and use RuneScape as an example. In Varrock, um, you can go to Varrock. You can use the Grand Exchange. You can buy all the goods, items, and you can do different things in there, whereas and, oh, yeah, in Varrock, I think you were able to, yeah, you were able to chop down yew trees, which were really expensive trees. Whereas in Lumbridge, you were able to, like, kill some goblins, mine some tin, mine some copper. Um, I mean, not so much. It was just, like, beginner stuff. Man, dude, I want to go play some RuneScape right now. It's been, like, 10 years. Um, but, yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. It was cool to level up your guy, and it was cool to see it progress. And you can also kill some cows. Like, you get the cowhide and sell it for expensive, and it, it was fun. Now, I go to say all that is because you needed those items, like, back in Lumbridge to get, like, the cheap logs, to get the cowhide, to go and make different things. Like, you can make leather armor or use the cowhide and just sell it at the Grand Exchange. You had to go to the different lands to sell it. Like, you couldn't, you could have sold it inside Lumbridge, but you'd get ripped off at the quote-unquote pot shop or the marketplace. You know, that little thing that looks like a pot. You'd get ripped off. So it was better you went to the Grand Exchange. So you either had to teleport or run there. 
Now, with Axe Infinity, the only way you can play this game is go on Ronin. And what's also cool being that it's multi-chain is if I'm already on Phantom, I don't want to bridge over to Avalanche just to play this game. No, I want to be on the chain. Oh, I'm already on Phantom and I'll, let me play it. Or same thing with Avalanche. I'm already on Avalanche. Okay, great. It's on here. I'm going to play. I'm not going to bridge over to Harmony. I get it. That That's kind of a barrier to entry to some people right now. That's why they're expanding multi-chain. Whereas on Axe Infinity, the only way you can play this game is go to Ronin. That's it. You have to go to Ronin. There's one way in, one way out. Whereas in DeFi Kingdoms, you can literally go to Harmony 1, go straight over to Avalanche and Phantom. Do whatever you want. It's multi-chain. And hey, they may even might even go to Ethereum for the whales. But I don't think they will. But maybe some of the whales will do that. I, I wouldn't put it across them. These guys are going multi-chain. So you guys can already see it. Now, the last example I want to give is they allow complexity where people who want to play a strategy game can play or simplicity where to whereas anyone can play like i said in the beginning uh, this is how they differentiate it so you can just try your luck and just try to go in the quest you can use a fisher in like a gardening quest and hope for some random items or you can actually use a fisher inside the fishing quest and you can get some better items or you can go with a fisher that is a ninja which is its best in class that has high luck, high agility, and boosted stats in the luck and agility. And you also wanna look for a ninja with a high level. Now that's how you can game it. Whereas to someone who's new to playing, it's like, oh, I got a fisher. Oh, he fishes, let me send him fishing. I mean, it could be something doo doo squirt. Let me just show you the chart. It could just be using someone as a dark knight. I mean, you'll still be able to do the quest and accomplish the job and have fun doing that, but he's not going to get great items, whereas the ninja would get the best items. Alpha leak, guys. <laughs> um, if you guys didn't know that. I'd like to compare this like RuneScape. Like, you can go battle goblins at level 99. You're going to level up really, 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 really slow. Or you can mine like silver or you can mine like tin and copper and level up really, really slow because it'll take forever. Or you can go mine like um, some adamant or you can mine coal. If you know what I'm talking about, coal was the best way to level up your mining, especially in the, um, the crafting guild. That was where it was at. Coal in the crafting guild, baby, or gold in that one member's place. I didn't go there, though. I couldn't go there. I tried it once. It was fun. Um, but let's go ahead and compare Axe Infinity now. Axe Infinity, if you don't study this, your guys will be able to level up, do this, whatever. Awesome. But if you're battling against someone and you don't study and understand that, oh, water sucks against electric or like whatever the different things are in Axe Infinity, you get wrecked and you lose every time and you can't understand. Of course, you're going to do research at that point, but someone else, they may play it and they're just like, dude, this sucks. Just like me, like in uh, Call of Duty, like I wasn't used to playing games. I stopped playing for like two years and I got into this game and all I saw was five, four, three, two, five, four. Like I died every single time. Like as soon as I spawned, I just died. And I was like, what the snap? How do you play this game? I hate this game. So I just gave up. I was like, dude, whatever. And I'm a gamer too. And I, I just lost patience at that point. And I kind of got out of the games like two years before it. And yeah, it is what it is. And I just started balling. Balling's the real game. Um, but let me go back to the example with Axe Infinity. So I compare this like this with Pokemon. When I first started in Pokemon, I had blue version, yellow. I had all the early versions, man. I was like Game Boy, Game Boy Advance. I was using Pikachu against Onyx when I was battling Brock and I couldn't figure out how to beat this guy. Like I kept losing every single time, but I just didn't understand that lightning sucks against ground because it just, 
gets wrecked and never kills the guy. Whereas when I finally beat him, because I leveled up my Pikachu to like level 50, just co- going and killing like stinking Metapods and Butterfreeze and all kinds of garbage inside the grass, just like leveling my guy up, just making him stronger. Like I could have just simply used a water Pokemon against his rock Pokemon. It would have been so much easier. Now, then when I went to Misty, which was water Pokemon, I used my electric Pokemon. I killed her like that. And I was like, oh, it must be because I have level 50 Pikachu. Well, I mean, that helped. But the point is, is like I could have just went through all that junk and leveled up my guy quicker by being able to battle higher guys because I would have been able to go to different lands and Pokemon because I had the different badges. Just so you guys can understand, I'm sure a lot of people play Pokemon. Now, seventh is the team is constantly giving away things and developing. These guys are listening to the community. I'm not saying Axe Infinity is not. Um, Look at the SLP price. It says a little bit different. So when they make a date, they meet it. So I want to give the example of this with DeFi Kingdoms. They said gardening was going to come on Wednesday. Wednesday at noon, Wednesday at 4. It was still rolling and it wasn't there. Wednesday at 10 EST, it was there. I was like, what the snap? I didn't think these guys were going to deliver. I mean, normally they delivered on everything else and they still delivered. (laughs) even though it was very complex for delivering something like gardenings. Why do I say it's complex? Well, if you make it too easy, then it gets rid of the sticky tokenomics and a healthy market. And if you make it too hard, no one's happy. They don't want to play it. I think they did a great job with it. Make sure you guys check out my gardening video so you guys can check it out. It's called Overhyped. You guys can watch it if you guys want. Um, It's not overhyped. It's it's awesome. Um, Now, Axie... People are constantly upset about the supply uh, or the price of SLP. It's constantly going down. So what did they do? Oh, let's go ahead and increase the amount of AXS that needs to be burned when you're summoning or when you're breeding the axes. No, that is not the solution. <laughs> you have to figure out other things to burn the SLP. I mean, you just have to figure out what you have to do for that. Now, I know it gets sticky. Like if you just increase the amount of SLP, there may be diverse effects elsewhere. But it's just one of those things you have to study and figure it out. And obviously the decision they made was not right because SLP kept going down. They listened by trying and increasing the amount of SLP used to breed an Axie. I don't know if it'll help. Time will tell. If less people are getting in, there's no reason to breed. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. But me personally, I see DeFi Kingdoms as flipping Axe Infinity, not financial advice. Lastly, I want to leave you guys with these two examples. Let's take a flip phone. Now, a flip phone is great um, for calling. (laughs) When you go to texting, it's rough. When you play Pac-Man, you can only eat so many dots, and it's really not fun. Next is, well, you can throw it at a wall or throw it at someone if you wanted to. Like, yeah, it hurts. I had a G-Zone boulder, so I could get it done. Like, I mean, this dude, call, text, oh, man, this thing was a rock. It was a brick. I could throw it at people. Like I even tested it. I tried it. This thing would not break. It was a champ. I mean, look at this. It's a beast. The battery life on this was like eight days. It was awesome. And like, yeah, it was cool. <laughs> um, but now they have smartphones. Smartphones got flashlights. You can play games. You can call, text, watch videos, video chat, take photos, uh, play games, use banking, apps. I, I mean, you can use it in DeFi, crypto. You can use this for anything, and yet you can still throw it at people. So it does what this does, 
but more. So that's how you can factor in a smartphone. Compared to a, I guess you can call it, would you rather have a Swiss Army knife or a kitchen knife? Well, me personally, I would rather have a kitchen knife. No, I'm just kidding, guys. The Swiss Army knife was where it was at. You can use scissors. You can use the nail file. You got the little toothpick. You got tweezers. You got the knife, of course. You got scissors. You got everything. And, of course, you can still throw it at the person and get it done. It was cool junk. And then you can slip it in your pocket. The kitchen knife? Not so much, bro. Anyways, guys, if you guys enjoyed that video of that comparison between Axe Infinity and DeFi Kingdoms, you guys make your own decision. I just wanted to talk about a couple of metrics and talk to you guys about, well, what my thoughts are and why my thesis is so strong for DeFi Kingdoms. You guys can tell on the recent videos, it's like, what the snap? Oh, and one other thing I forgot to mention, the hero burn. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot that. But he hinted at, uh, when I say he, I mean... Frisky Fox, he's one of the devs. He hinted at heroes possibly being burned when you go on more complex quests to get more higher priced items. So it's like, ooh, is it worth sending my hero out to possibly lose him to get a more higher priced item? Is it worth the risk reward? I don't know. And it goes to the hero burn. Whereas in Axe Infinity, you battle, you hit each other, and it's like, game's over, and you play again, and you still got your axes. It's like, there's no burn. Great. Awesome. No risk reward. Woo! That's fun. Let's go farm some SLP. Anyways, um, thanks for watching. If you guys want to see some more detailed videos on DeFi Kingdoms, I have a couple on the channel, and there are some that I do not show on YouTube. Those are in the private Discord chat. They're more, I guess you can say, catered to DeFi Kingdoms. I also do it on other DeFi protocols. Um, I'm a gamer, so I understand like that tokenomics and stuff like that I, I like that stuff so i have some more videos in there there's also airdrop videos airdrop guides and different things you guys can use and tools in there it is the one-stop shop for everything DeFi and crypto uh, tell me what you guys think i want to see you guys in the discord not financial advice not a financial advisor links in the description below thanks for tuning in guys let's go ahead and leave you guys with a wisdom one-liner we're going to hit you guys with proverbs chapter 13 versus i think it's like 18. Yeah, it's 18. I know for sure. Whoever disregards discipline comes to poverty and shame, but whoever heeds correction is honored. Guys, take correction, learn from it, be better. You guys can also catch me on tweeters. Uh, it's at rent a home fast, like literally at rent a home fast.